Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the next English podcast. Here is another episode for you. I am on a busy street in Farringdon. I've just got off the Farringdon tube station. I, I've taken the Metropolitan line here from Finchley, which is where I'm currently based. Um, and I'm heading towards Free Word Theatre, Free Word Centre, which should only be a five-minute walk from here. And the idea is that there is a, a, a talk held today um, in about 20 minutes on a topic of free speech in Turkey. Now, the reason I'm going there is because I taught a student this Friday. Um, I was covering for one of my colleagues. I was covering in, in an advanced class and I bumped into a, a really interesting student there who, who immediately made a massive, massive impression on me. Um, her name is Nurkan Baisal and she is, a, she is a journalist, she is a Turkish Kurd journalist and uh, I'm, I'm going to, I'm, I'm pretty much going to see her speech there. She is a human rights activist as well and she, um, she writes about the situation of Kurds, like the, the, the lack of freedom of speech there pretty much and um, what she said to me in the class was that when she comes back to Turkey she will be put in jail there for the tweets that she had made. She said to me that it's quite likely it, it, this will happen. So, I mean, I was invited by another another teacher, actually, one of my colleagues in the language school I work for. And she also happens to teach uh, Nurkan. And she invited me to, to, to attend this talk with her. So th there should be more speakers, not just Nurkan. And I'm going to meet up with her pretty soon. Her name is Billy. Hopefully she will also make an appearance on the Next English Podcast and tell us more about this. Should probably explain to you listeners um, the, the whole Kurdish situation in Turkey. It's pretty complicated and I, I, don't, I don't really claim uh, having, having a lot of knowledge about this. I'll say quite the opposite. I don't know much about it other than that Donald Trump recently betrayed the Kurds by withdrawing from the, the Syrian conflict, uh, the army, and um, pretty much allowing the Turkish, Turkish army to, to attack the Kurds. So today we should, we should both be able to uh, find out more about this fascinating uh, student that we have both taught. Um, so that's gonna be pretty interesting. So. Uh, I'll talk to you soon. Um, hopefully, Billy will be with me. So, see you soon. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. I'm standing right outside the Free Word. Um, it's a center, Free Word Center or Theater Hall. That's what I found. That's what I Googled. And right beside me is my colleague, Billy. Hi, Billy. Hello. Welcome Hi, to the Next English Podcast. Thank uh, you very much. I'm very so, happy to be here. Uh, where are we and what are we doing here? Um, we are in Farringdon outside Free Word and we're about to um, go and watch a panel discussion mm -hmm. with one of our students oh, yeah. who's taking part called Nurchan and she's an investigative journalist mm -hmm. um, and human rights defender yeah. from the Kurdish uh, region of Turkey. Mm -hmm. So 
we're both very much looking forward to that. Yeah, absolutely. And it's about um, censorship in Turkey. Yes, about free speech and yeah. denial of free speech. And yeah, she's, exactly. she's quite active. And she is. And she told me during the lesson that she might get into jail after coming back home. Yeah, well... For, for what she says. Yeah, yeah. She's, she's certainly... Um, suffers a lot for the work that she does, the very important work that she does, yeah. yeah. But fingers crossed um, that doesn't happen. It felt quite bizarre when she told me that, because I was like mm. doing my job comfortably there in the in the language school and, yeah, then, yeah. and she was one of the students sitting there and, and I felt I felt so so small at that yeah. point. I was like, oh my god, you're a brave woman. Yeah. I, did, I did tell her too. <laughs> yeah, it, I, yeah, I know, bless her. It's one of the amazing things though about being a teacher is that you have all kinds of amazing people in your classroom and sometimes the language barrier can um, prevent you from really finding out about your students or, and what they do. Or them being so humble about it. Exactly, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Which Nochan is. She definitely is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You have to pull these things out of her. She's yeah. very outspoken, but she doesn't sort of big herself up in any way, even though what she does is absolutely amazing. Yeah, I did and get it brave. out of her, though, and, and, and I have to say her English is amazing. Yeah, it is, yeah. I, I wasn't sure if I could even teach her anything, really. Yeah. She's, she's, really, she's really cool. Yeah, yeah, and she is. So, so you convinced me to come here and, and basically take part in this event mm. so you said it's a panel discussion then it's called the panel discussion yeah that's so i think um she's going to be um on the stage talking i think there's also there's a um a turkish lawyer mm. and an author another author mm. um so there are more yeah, so speakers I think there's, there. there are three of them and mm. then there's someone from Free Word and okay. Penn International who's going to be chairing the discussion. So what's, what's Penn International? That is the organisation yeah. that Nochan has come to the UK with. Uh, okay. So they support writers all over the world yeah. um, who sort of suffer for their craft. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. So, so, so is this the reason she's here in the UK? Just to, just, just to yeah, give, give this that's, speech? That, that's not just to give this speech, but with Penn right. to study English and do some work here. Okay, so work it's from like here part of a package, bigger package. Yeah, that's what I understand mm. anyway. Yeah, mm -hmm. from from what she's told me. Yeah, it's going to be quite interesting, really. I, yep. I don't think I know enough about this subject. And well, hopefully after the panel discussion, yeah, we'll know more. Be more. Yeah. Uh, what's the word? Elucidated. Yeah. Now there's another one. <laughs> I can't. I can't remember it now. Oh dear, English um, teachers. Always forgetting it's words. Like, it's like when you when you learn more about something, so you, you are more like as if blessed or not it's like it's like something like elucidated but it's a different one. <laughs> it's it's not coming, is it? No, it's not. No, no, it's, no, not, no, it's no, definitely not coming to me. I'll probably tell you when I don't it, it. It, it will come to us in yeah. the middle of the panel discussion yeah, absolutely, probably. Then, absolutely. Yeah. It doesn't really matter at this point anyway. Yeah, yeah. So Billy, you want to tell us something about yourself? Um, I am um, an English teacher. I've been teaching for 10 years. Okay, so about similar, years. similar. Yeah, um, in London for about five, four, okay. so four or five. What did you teach before that? I taught in the Sudan okay. and in Ethiopia. Ah, where so I live. Quite, quite exotic places too. Yeah, How, how was it? interesting. Yeah, great. Absolutely loved it. 
and it was a real shock coming back to London, culture shock, culture shock huge yeah. culture shock coming back to London. It's so, so very different and I was so used to East Africa. Oh, really? it, it was home, yeah, okay. for so okay. many years. So. You ever plan going back or? Um, to visit, definitely. definitely but, but not to live? Not to live, no. Mm. No, now that I'm studying, I'm quite comfortable here. So what are you studying? I'm studying law. Oh, all right. Yeah, you did tell me, I'm just, I just, my listeners don't know. So. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm doing an LLM. Yeah. Um, am I allowed to say where? Of course. Yeah, Birkbeck University, which is fantastic. Okay. Um, and that's in the evening. So yeah. I teach all day and then I go to lectures. You'll in the probably evenings. get some free credits now if you're huh. professor. I hope so. <laughs> no, no. I, I, unfortunately, I don't think it works that way. But anyway, they are really great. So. Okay. And the course is brilliant. Really enjoying it. Lovely. Yeah. Right. Good luck with that. Yeah, thank you. And, uh, now we. we should probably head in uh, head in yeah yeah see how it so goes let's see let's see how it goes and we'll talk, we'll talk after the after the panel discussion yeah definitely all right cheers bye bye all right so we are uh, going back now going back home and uh, we've just uh, been to that panel discussion yeah so Billy how do you feel um, how do you feel about about this that's a good. That's a good question. Um, it was. It was really interesting. Definitely, very enlightening. Yeah. Mm, that was the word. That's the word. That's you. You, you know now. Yeah. yeah. That was the word um, I was looking for. Yeah. Enlightening. I feel yeah. enlightened. Yeah. Yes. Definitely. Um, really informative. Mm -hmm. It's kind of like. I don't know. One of the panelists, the author, was really optimistic. Yeah. That was um, the. That was the writer. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and uh, I don't know. Norchan's like no, re really in the in the she, at the center of it, isn't she? Yeah, Where she yeah, is yeah. In, she, in, she was in speaking Diabaka. from her heart, and you could like she was describing her personal experiences, yeah. wasn't she? So yeah, I think, in my opinion, it made it like for me, she was the most powerful speaker there. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah so because it, it was, she was talking about her own family. Yeah. And how they're treating her kid her kids and and how she's being repressed yeah so yeah it was very brave and and also you could also kind of feel like how she cannot say everything did you feel that yes. like how she's being careful yeah there's there, there's, there's a bit of like so much in what is left unsaid yeah, exactly um, and she's holding back on, she's holding back isn't she yeah and they, they did touch on um, yeah. the, the the issue of self-censorship yeah so what what is self-censorship just for my listeners because they are all learners of English so self-censorship um, <laughs> so self-censorship is when you um, either consciously or subconsciously yeah. censor yourself so you prevent yourself from public from saying what you, what yeah. you would normally say or pre yeah. prevent yourself from publishing exactly your, your work. yeah you prevent yourself or avoid saying what you really think or what you really feel yeah. because uh, you think there'll be negative yeah. consequences so it's like out of fear or yeah exactly of being uh, yeah in this case <laughs> out of fear of being put in prison exactly so yeah disappeared or imprisoned yeah, yeah. because Absolutely. what happened to Nurchan and I'm sorry if I if I have pronounced her name Nurkan before but her name is Nurchan that she was detained twice that's what she was telling us there yeah I think three times she's been detained three times yeah but um, uh, and then she was I think the first released because of like 
um, solidarity, solidarity, solidarity all around the world. Yeah. Because she was, but but she's saying that she she was lucky because she was so known, so well known. Yeah. And then she has got a lot of friends when that lucky and is they're now in prison. Yeah, and there are so many people in prison who are unknown. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, and and in that sense, she was lucky because yeah. though she was in prison, she wasn't a, a known. She didn't spend a long time, I think. Yeah, exactly. Come on, dude. So that. That was like incredible, yeah, and it's very powerful. And it's important to remember that there are so many people in, in yeah. who are in prison for doing yeah. similar things um, uh, as what she's doing. Absolutely, and we're speak, speaking about this specific Kurdish issue, but it's it can be happening in other places too. I think you know. Yeah, I'm sure it is happening in other places too, all around the world. Like, I think North Korea or in China. Or, yeah. You know, so. Where, where Without are going into specific repressed. things, like it's a, I think this 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 has like over, overarching message. Like it's not just like this. No, this but that, specific thing. it's a, a, a global problem that needs a global problem. response. Yeah. And uh, even whether you are um, in Turkey or not in Turkey, yeah. whether you're Turkish or not Turkish, yeah. you can get involved. Exactly. And, uh, and show support mm -hmm. for people there. And it looks like it looks to me as if the only reason like we, we we hear about this is the internet like yeah was it not for the internet like nobody would know about this it would all be put under the wraps yeah and that yeah. was that was one of the points that the lawyer on the panel was yeah. making because he specialized in sort of um it didn't yeah. he it law yeah. around technology and things exactly. like that um so yeah he was saying that the internet was great for getting people's messages out yep. but at the same time Nuchan also said that the government has closed shut down exactly they shut the down internet, the internet for websites. 10 days or something mm. yeah yeah in order to limit that, that uh, expression yeah well it's a shame that they have this possibility or this privilege to do that it's yeah but um, well there's there's a lot of um, revolt rebellion around the world so there are a lot of like um, writers in exile as well yes exactly they talked about so, that well, but Nurchan is not one of them because she she's going she's back. going back now yes so. at the end of the month so that's what makes her really brave and absolutely yeah and she's saying it's not just because of her family like she's saying it's because if she stayed here she wouldn't like she wouldn't you know what I mean like she yeah she wouldn't do everything she could or yeah exactly. you get the sense like she she spoke she's about. She's really a fighter, um, you know. She wants to absolutely fight it. Yeah, yeah. She spoke about the fact that if she stayed here and she didn't go back, that would be what they wanted. Exactly. They want people like her to leave, exactly. um, and so it's almost a form of resistance yeah. in itself to it go is, back. Yeah. I think she's a real speaking. problem for them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No. Very, very brave. Yeah. Um, very brave woman. Yeah, I, I feel so lucky to, to have taught her and to it was a privilege to, to, have, to have known to have yes. known her really. Yes, you know, it's a it's a powerful story. It is. It is. Yeah. But you're kind of part of now, after having 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 met her. Yes. You know, so. Yeah, it's a real privilege to have met her. Absolutely, isn't it? Yeah. absolutely. I feel it exactly the same way. Mm -hmm. And it's nice because she is also, as you said, it, it enlightens you, and you know more about this now. And. Um, yeah, also some some of them, but it was it was kind of subtle, wasn't it? Like they didn't go into details, like about about what's what's happening 
wouldn't you say? Yeah, and I, I holding back. Yeah, and I guess, but I guess also the audience was largely people who, perhaps, are a little bit more familiar with the situation. Yeah, than us, right? Yeah, than than yeah. other people would be. Yeah, so. I guess they didn't have to. They people were able to read between the lines. Yeah. I suppose. I, I think I think you're you're, you're right. Yeah. yeah, that's the impression I got anyway. Yeah. yeah. It's well, a great thing to go to. Yeah, absolutely. I'm, I'm I'm not regretting it at all. Yeah, good. And I'm make a podcast episode out of this. And thank you very much for being on the podcast. My pleasure. Thank and you very much be, for having me. There will also be a follow-up because I'm gonna call my cousin, who is who is like he knows a lot about history. I'm sure he knows oh, yeah. about the Kurdish issue, so I'll ask him about it to yeah. explain how it all started and why there are so many troubles, just to just to have a different opinion. Yeah. But yeah. That would be interesting. Yeah, I think I think we managed to sum up the, the entire <laughs> panel discussion in, in like five minutes. Or, uh, I'm not sure we did it justice, uh, to be honest. Probably, but probably not. But um, I, it was filmed. Well, it was it? it was so filmed it was as well. Filmed, so so, so people can watch it. If, if the listeners are interested, I'm sure I'm sure. <coughs> They could they could find it. So it was it's, it, today. Today is the 30th of November 2019. Pen International. Yes. P E N International, and it, it took place in Free Word. Free Word House, house in Farringdon. Yes, and yes. the name of the talk was resisting censorship in Turkey. In Turkey, yeah. Cool. So once again, thank you very much, Billy. Thank you very much for having yeah. me. Lovely. Thank you. Bye. Thanks. Bye. So this is me again. As you know, um, yesterday I went to this interesting panel discussion in the uh, Free Word Center, I, I believe it was called, and it was about censorship in Turkey. And today I'm about to call my cousin Hunza whom you might know from so-called Road to Civilization series. And the reason I'm gonna call Honza is because, uh, well, he's he's um, someone who understands history a lot. And I think I think we need to get um, we need to get an, an interesting take from my cousin on this issue. Uh, so I would like to know what he has to say about this topic. But before I call him, I thought I might as well tell you a few facts about the Kurds that I have just dug out from Wikipedia. So there are 30 million Kurds, apparently, and uh, most of them live in four countries. That is uh, Turkey, Iraq, Iran and North Syria. Um, there are other Kurds living outside this this place, of course, um, but um, most importantly, they live in the mountain, mountainous region of uh, these four countries. Um, there has been Kurdish-Turkish conflict that broke out in 1978 and has been going on ever since. Uh, it was an armed conflict between Turkey and various insurgent groups. Insurgent groups are like rebe rebelling or rebellious groups that demand separation from Turkey. Uh, they basically want to create independent Kurdistan. Kurdistan is, is, is just like um, a dream of the Kurds because officially it does not exist, but this is what every single Kurd wants. Um, I remember I was once teaching a student uh, in my class in the Czech Republic and um, 
he inter- when whenever I have a new student, I ask them where they're from, and he introduced himself as Kurdish. He said to me that he was from Kurdistan, and the other students were sort of like laughing at him. That's because they knew that this place didn't really exist. My, I mean, it does exist, but um, in the eyes of Kurdish people, but it has never officially been approved. So that's the problem, you see. Um, so I just, I'm just curious um, as to what my cousin has to say about this. Hopefully he will um, shed some light, light on this issue and um, enlightens me even more. Because it's really nice to put all pieces together and, 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 and to see the whole picture. It gives you a different perspective as well. I should probably get some, somebody who opposes this whole idea of, of Kurdish independence. But I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to do that because I, I sort of like support, support the Kurdish people. I hope if I have any uh, Turkish listeners, I hope um, they're not mad at me now for, for taking this stand... Sometimes this is something you have to do. I just I just think that there should be freedom of speech. I think that people should be able to express themselves no matter what. And I think it's wrong to fight and wage war. And I, I know it's usually complicated. I know usually it's it's like the the trouble is, is not just coming from one place. It's often often when there is a problem, when there's a conflict, both sides are to blame. But that's exactly why I need my cousin to, to, to explain to me what happened there. Why are um, Turkish people against the Kurds and, 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 and what sort of solution is there on the, on the table if, if there is anything that can be done about it. So, yeah, so like I said, Kurds, an ethnic group native to mon- mountainous region of Western Asia, Okay, so that's just like just to remind you who who Kurds are. Okay, so that's it. I think I'll speak to you soon. So hi, this is Denek again, and um, I would like to wrap up the episode about Nurcan Baysal, a Kurd Turkish journalist and freedom fighter and activist uh, that wants to eradicate censorship in Turkey. And I thought I would call Honza, that's what I promised in the previous part of this episode. I did call Honza from the UK, but unfortunately uh, I had some technical issues. And when I listened back to what we recorded with Honza, um, well, there was too much of an echo. So unfortunately we could not really use that as as material. Um, So... Now that I'm in the Czech Republic, actually in Honza's house, I thought I might as well ask Honza to re-record this. Honza is sitting right next to me on his bed. Honza, hi. Hi. Um, so are you okay redoing this thing? Yeah. Okay, thanks Thanks a lot. I'd just like to remind everybody who Honza is. Honza is my cousin and you might know him from the Road to Civilization series. He is a well-read person much more than me. He is well sophisticated and knowledgeable in historical subjects. He is a a history buff. And um, this topic that we're talking about is rather sensitive and it's definitely more serious and um, deeper than or heavier than anything we have recorded before. 
normally episodes with Honza are more lighthearted and 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 full of humor and fun, but this one is rather heavier. It's it's um, a deep issue, obviously sensitive topic, and so I wanna do it justice. And I think Honza is the right person to ask about this topic because I'm sure he will shed some light on this issue. So Honza, um, we've done this before, so it's just like, you know, just the same thing as before, basically. Yeah. I'm going to ask you the same questions. So number one is, um, who are the Kurds? Uh, so if, uh, I would like to uh, start uh, with uh, saying that this is only my opinion so of course this is a disclaimer disclaimer yeah. so it's the the issue is very complicated and very sensitive and mm -hmm. uh, mm -hmm. I, I will I will speak about my opinion of it's course not, of course it's not nothing yeah. against uh, any nation or any uh, any opinions each person can have each, each opinion about it of course of course they can have their own opinion okay. that's absolutely true yeah well I didn't expect anything else to be honest so so, I think everybody understands that but yeah so okay it's, so who are Kurds again so Kurds so it's the nation which live uh, in the uh, region of uh, region 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 of, yeah. um, Middle East mm -hmm. and uh, in especially in country in countries Turkey, uh, Syria, and Iraq. In Iran, 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 of course, Iran. But uh, the majority of uh, Kurds mm. live in these three countries, as I said: Turkey, okay. Okay. Syria, and Iraq. Right. So it's a mine. It's um, but they don't have their own state. Yeah. They are a minority in each of these states, yeah, basically, yeah. that and you've just named. Yeah. Okay. Exactly. And it's uh, but uh, to be honest, it's very strong minority in these countries. Okay. 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 It is. So they are basically calling for independence. Yeah. That's that's like to 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 to, to put it in a nutshell. Yeah, I, I think uh, they uh, obviously they they are calling for independence or in some kind of very strong autonomy, mm -hmm. autonomy, autonomy, which autonomy, just, autonomy, just to help you with your yeah, pronunciation, autonomy, which mm -hmm. is I think nowadays it's very strong in Iraq, okay, and uh, some kind of autonomy is uh, also in Syria, mm -hmm. but obviously. Um, well, I've talked about this before. I visited this. Um, it was a panel discussion in London where I witnessed Nurchan Baisal give speech about the oppression and censorship uh, in Turkey. Yeah. So that's what we are talking about. So I just want to ask, like, what what are the problems? What are the sources of this problem? Why are the Kurds not accepted? As they would like to be accepted. When did it all start, Hunza? So I think this all uh, very complicated issue in the Middle East started after the First World War. That uh, there was lots of press and lots of factors, especially from uh, Britain, Great Britain. You mean pressure? I think pressure, pressure, yeah. not press. Yeah, pressure. Pressure okay. from Great Britain and mm -hmm. France. Okay. 
which uh, that this this country wanted to have uh, some kind of colonies okay. and uh, 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 region which uh, Re region. region which will be which should be uh, dependent on these uh, two countries. world powers so yeah. basically this is what they had done right for for a lot of years they um, colonized the world and they yeah. uh, it's, it's their superpowers and they, they wanted to be even more powerful so it wouldn't be anything different at the time this is what they did right yeah. in india and in other parts of the world okay so so after this first world war the first war first war, war uh, these countries decided to set up uh, new colonies or new uh, artificially uh, setting up uh, states okay. like Syria or oh, right, 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 right. Iraq. Right. So that, that so it's is it, isn't it a little bit similar to, to the situation in Israel when after the Second World War Israel was created and obviously uh, the Palestinians have a problem with that, right? So isn't it a bit similar in a way? Yeah, yeah, it's it was very similar, and this um, from this time to nowadays, this uh, this region is a region very, region is very uh, problematic. Problematic, yeah, 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 yeah. Right to say thing. the least. Yeah, yeah. okay, it causes a lot, lot of problems. Um, okay, so obviously. Is there a war these days, or what's going on there now? So I think uh, because uh, the major, I would say, problem for Kurds, it's uh, uh, their uh, cohesion, cohesion, cohesion with Turkey. Okay, or because relationship, uh, relationship with Turkey, with yeah, we Turkey can say. because Kurds are the biggest majority in uh, Turkey. Minority, minority, biggest minority, minority, minority in Turkey. Okay. and I think lots of uh, politicians from Turkey hmm. are afraid of uh, giving or giving uh, bigger autonomy for Kurds. Okay. Because giving them more power, yeah, because they, they think that it, that it would get out of control, yeah, or, yeah. or they will, they would, or, or they think that the Kurds are uh, thinking about um, uni, uni, unification with the mm -hmm. with his uh, comrades or with his there with their uh, comrades from Syria and Iraq, right, 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 like creating the Kurds. Uh, right, states. right, right. Which which would be um, threatening Turks. Yeah, yeah. They, I think they, are they, they they consider them a threat. Basically. Yeah, yeah. Okay, I understand. I don't necessarily agree, but I understand. Um, so at the moment, I think a big player um, in this conflict is also the USA, isn't it? Yeah. Because as far as I know, the Kurds were helping beat the ISIS, the Islamic State, that is the terrorist organization that everybody hated, like they, everybody wanted to get rid of them, right? Yeah. And the Kurds played a major role in, in making that happen, as far as I know. And then somehow Donald Trump 
pulled out the troops from to, from from there and, and betrayed the Kurds, and it led to the, the Turkish forces attacking attacking uh, the Kurds, right? Yeah, I think it's generally speaking, it's like uh, Kurds are um, minor player in uh, with. Uh, in a game with a uh, big player like uh, Russia, USA, Turkey. It's like Game of Thrones. Yeah, but, something but, like this. And yeah. Unfortunately for Kurds, they don't have uh, enough resources and enough power to to play the uh, to to play on the same on the level same field, level yeah. as yeah. as U they, USA. We say in English there's a phrase Turkey. they they don't have the same. There's no level playing field or something like okay. that. Okay. Okay. So. so it's. It's a shame for for Kurds that they don't have enough power to to be on the same level as these mm -hmm. countries. Mm -hmm. So, what's the EU's position on this and NATO? Because Tur Turkey is in NATO, right? Yeah. Oh, unfortunately, NATO is a little bit weak in this situation because Turkey uh, started to play its its own. Game. Play own yeah. game, yeah. and uh, they. I think EU doesn't want to get involved, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's, it's 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 about NATO, and of course EU uh, should be involved because uh, EU afraid of Turkey is afraid of Turkey. Yeah, because Turkey has the power to um, open its uh, border for immigrant from. From Africa, the Middle East, yeah, yeah, Middle uh, East, Africa and, as well. Yeah, yeah, and I think it's all EU governments are afraid of that. That mm. because the problem of immigration, it's like a big issue in. It costs a lot of money. Yeah, yeah it's and hard. it's a big issue for all government, and they, and unfortunately, in in EU states. Uh, the fear of immigrant is going up and it's going to be a big political issue. It is, yeah, because it also means that strange political parties, far right yeah. and, and often racist. Yeah, yeah let's, often let's, racist let's say, let's say this. like that. Uh, they, they started winning yeah. the elections and, and well, the, the, Europe is, 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 is being being shaken by yeah, this, I think. Yeah, you are right. Yeah, it's like earth. It's like political earthquake in a way. So it's it's all it's all linked. This issue is inter interconnected and it's problematic. And is there a solution? Unfortunately, nowadays I think there is no solution because maybe the big player or the big player in this game it's like a Turkish president Erdogan. Erdogan. Mm. And uh, his politics is about the uh, policy. His policy is about uh, stopping it, or about uh, pressing on Kurds and uh, at not, any cost. And he's very radical. And yeah, and he, he isn't he like a little bit of um, like um, what's the word? I think he's very nationalistic, and he's not. He's, isn't he a dictator? Yeah, it's some kind of... Like, like, that's how we perceive him here in the Western world, yeah, right? Yeah, he's so, a dictator. Yeah, so... He's oppressing, he's oppressing the people, right? Yeah, yeah, so nowadays I think... Uh, that's our opinion, again, but that's what 
we we think here in Europe. Yeah, I think yeah. we we see him as a dictate, dictator, dictator, and dictator, and, and we we can draw parallels in uh, the history of our own country, can't we? Can we? I think there is no the same. There is no equivalent. Equivalent, same leader, same political leader. Yeah, okay, but because it was a little bit um, different, different, different circumstances. Yeah, yeah. So, but we have been through a lot as a country. Like we have yeah. got rich history, and we have had some people like that who were trying to, you know, yeah. take all the power. And we know it doesn't work, and we know it's dangerous. We know people die. We know there are there are. Um, losses and and victims of that, right? Oh, I think uh, generally the policy of current policy of Turkish leaders are not very familiar with uh, EU standard of democracy. Okay, they are not very okay. And they are not they, in line with that. You yeah, mean? and they are yeah. not uh, open for. Uh, it's discussion. Yeah, they're not open to discussion. They're undemocratic. Yeah, that's yeah. what you want to say. Yeah. And we don't like it here. Um, and one of these things is that there's the censorship in Turkey, and that's what this journalist Nurcan Baysal talked about in that in that uh, speech. Um, so, is this for real that there is no there is no freedom of speech in Turkey? Is, is, does it really exist? Because that's her opinion, of course, but yeah, so the official, I think the officials in Turkey would deny it, wouldn't they? Yeah, but... So what's where, where does the truth lie, Hanzo? So I think um, censorship is like a um, current problem in Turkey. Okay, but so it definitely of, exists. Yeah, but of course, uh, nowadays censorship, uh, especially in European region or uh, in Turkey, which there is like an open internet possibilities there is no so strong as for example 20 or 40 years ago where but, in turkey yeah yeah i think that uh, uh, 30 or 40 years ago the government has had more opportunity to uh, to right. censor to censor your uh, opinion right 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 but, but and so on. these days it's difficult because internet yeah is powerful and yeah, yeah and so like like i think nurchan baisal said that herself that she uses twitter to you know to fight back so fortunately uh, uh, journalists and other opposite opposition have, have the possibility to explain uh, their opinions to clarify and, their yeah, yeah, positions so, and so, so on okay to, fortunately they have some opportunities but of course on official level mm -hmm. like in newspapers and so on there they are saying there is no war there is no problem yeah yeah so uh, there is no censorship yeah okay well but isn't this a bit similar to what was happening here in this country in the Czech Republic or in Czechoslovakia during during the communist time. Yeah, censorship was very similar and of course there was no there were no chances to express your opinion and Well, there were, but what would be the consequence of that? Yeah, so you you should uh, you, you would. probably probably you would you would uh, be in prison or or something or like even this. dead. Yeah, no, not even dead. I think 30 or 40 years ago it they was, wouldn't they wouldn't have killed you yeah but it, you definitely you should uh, not shoot but 
you would be fired from your job, you would be persecuted, persecuted, you would be uh, sentenced to prison and so on, but yeah. not, not executed, killed. not killed. Well, it's a consolation, I guess. Yeah. Okay, well, that, that makes a lot of sense to me. So, what do you think will happen in the future then? I think definitely there will. Uh, I know we. I. I know they you. will have to find a way how to cooperate Kurds and Turkey. So they will have to, especially uh, official Turkish uh, government, will have to change his uh, their, mind, their their, their mind, yeah. and uh, try to do some kind of autonomy. Okay. So I you think, think I think uh, the. Independence Kurds state it's not so clear or okay, not so, so obvious in the future, but I think there is a big opportunity to create some kind of autonomy. Okay, so like it's so and to so have to have so some some of their wishes might be fulfilled, but they will probably not go all the way. Yeah, that's, that's your prediction. Yeah. You you thinking that autonomy might solve this? Uh, Kurdish autonomy, but not not full independence. Yeah, I think yeah. Yeah, so there will have to be some sort of a peace process. Yeah, and uh, hopefully it, it will all be sorted out. Of course, fingers crossed. Um, I mean, it was quite sad to hear what uh, um, Nurchan was saying, and and uh, I definitely stand behind her. I I taught her in one one English class. I had an English class with her. She, her English is amazing and she's really a huge personality. And uh, she's got a lot of Twitter followers and, and, and I think she's doing the right thing. Yeah, so I think definitely the fight for my freedom and fight for uh, human rights, it's a good good way. Good. And yeah. it is if she is, is she's trying to, to fight with no guns no, and, she's but not, yeah. only she, with, with words and with uh, trying to appealing uh, public audience in western country i think it's, it's yeah. the, that's what she's trying to do yeah yeah so so i think we we, we should uh, pay a huge respect to someone like that i think because yeah, no, i think we we should start to support this this protest yeah. more more and more more and more and yeah, absolutely that's why I, I have published this episode Honza yeah. and it's a minor risk there might be some people maybe listeners who, who will be um, infuriated by this possibly I don't know I don't really know if you are please let me know this is this is what we think um, and uh, I think I've given you enough arguments here with Honza and also with Billy who was previously on, on the podcast and um, yeah, hopefully we've managed to do enough justice to this topic. Um, as always, Honza, it's been very, uh, it's been a pleasure to have you on the podcast. Thanks for featuring in it and um, um, sharing your expertise with us. Yeah. Okay. Thanks. Thanks a lot for your for your contribution, Honza. Yeah, you're welcome, and let's hope there is a. Right and the end of the tunnel. Or oh, I think, very I think, nice grace there. <laughs> I think there there will be always chance to 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 peace or uh, to have to, yeah. uh, some kind of cooperation, especially peace in the Middle East. There is okay. There is no no other way how to how to how to uh, solve the situation. Okay, Hunza. Thank thanks for your last words and until next time. Bye. Bye. 
Thanks a lot for listening. For more information, go to Zdenek's English Podcast Facebook group or visit zdenek'singlishpodcast.podbean.com. Thank you.